What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good Tuesday. I forgot what day it was. And happy noon. Had to really think about it. Welcome. Holla. Welcome, welcome. It is Q&A day. While you guys settle in, I want to share with you something that I just noticed. So baby Callie is growing. She's not looking like a baby anymore. She looks like she's just a grown baby. A small dog. But something that we always say is you become who you surround yourself with. And the cutest thing is that it's like a baby boogie. It's like she's learning so much from boogie. Like, Look at how she's licking her paw right now. She's yeah, like I, don't, I don't know if it's a boogie thing or if it's a Frenchie thing or a dog thing. Because I'm not a dog doctor. So I don't she's, she's starting to snort like Boogie. But there's a lot she's of behaviors like, that Boogie has. She's jumping like him. It's really cute. Yep. Model Mimic Master is a thing. Animals are so smart. Good Innately, morning. Innately, we are so smart. Unfortunately, most people just don't know how to tap into it. Because they surround yourself in the wrong environment. So or if you're or, here. Or most people like haven't discovered what their smart is because they're living life by default, not design. Because they're letting others dictate. All right. Anyways, so yeah. today's Q&A day, which is cool because you ask questions and we answer them. Yeah. So know that all of our answers are based on our own life experience, the experience of the clients hundreds and thousands that we've helped and what we've seen Mm -hmm. and that is how we answer these questions so hope that you find value in every question that we answer in some way or another and if you stay open-minded you will that's it all right that's it end of show bye let's get to it okay first question nina reese nina raleigh north carolina by the way, Nina, when you when you get a chance to listen to this, I'm not sure if you're here, but do me a favor and DM me. Nina, are you here? I, I got a couple of questions for you. I got a Q&A for you. <laughs> I got a Q&A. I, and Nina knows how to ask questions because she's watched enough of these. Background. I run at 6 a.m. Nina, Nina is very coachable. Okay. So background. I run at 6 a.m. three days a week, 30 minutes. Here, let's ask the question. Cause we always ask for the background information. So let's okay. ask the question so they know what we're going to answer. And then we'll say like where she's coming from. Okay. So ask it. Okay. Here's the question. In order to maximize my performance, how should I chronologically structure, chronologically structure my morning nutrition slash supplements and why please include XND supplement info. I have focus and vanilla protein and joint four. I plan to order the performance pack with fuel five. How many minutes before my workout? Because why? How many minutes after my workout? Because why? Okay. This is great. So Sarit and I were actually just talking about how beneficial it would be for those of you who know. I'm I want to see what's in this performance. Um, it's protein, fuel five, creatine, 
extreme endurance. That's okay. Focus. I'll look. You, you um, so we were actually just talking about how we should put together what our regimen is and when we take the things that we take, because to have a visual will be extremely helpful. I think for people to understand, like, cause it, it can, it can feel like a lot, but look like it's so beneficial. This is going to become an XND call. Great. But you know, to understand like, Hey, we take these things at you know, this time, which might be a little bit different for everybody. We take the protein here, the creatine here, the focus here, the hydro here, the this, the, 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 and it's just like broken out. I actually wrote it out on, is it on this book? I actually wrote it out. Like it's legit, like a visual that I want to make for you guys. Look at ENS army supplement regimen. Do you see this? And what I figured out basically is it is the victory pack. The victory pack used to be a bunch of things that like didn't, we're going to get to your question, Nina. I can see the impatience in Sarit's face because I've gone off the map. That's okay. I know where the map is. I'll come back. But anyways, because they're loving, I know it. Look at, oh yes, that will be so helpful. Wow. That's great. Supplement regimen. I like that. See, valuable. Okay, great. I had to sell Sarit so that I could keep talking. Okay. 5 a.m. Joint four immune boost, omega plus D3 essential pre or probiotic, pre-workout, focus and hydro, post-workout, protein with collagen. I use the lean with collagen and greens. Sarit does um, chocolate with greens. That's weird to me, but whatever. 5 p.m. Chocolate, half vanilla, and greens. Oh, yeah. One scoop of chocolate, half a scoop of vanilla. <laughs> we have all the proteins. We basically have everything, I think, except for the energy things and the fuel five. Yes. Anyways. And then at night, all the same stuff is in the morning, except for we also do creatine and deep sleep. It's actually really simple. And then I realized it is the victory pack because <laughs> I don't do deep sleep though. I don't. Sarit doesn't do deep sleep. <laughs> I, I tried the deep sleep one, one night and I thought I was high when I woke up. Because you did day. the CB deep sleep. You didn't do the new one. I was like, yo. You got to try the new one. I was like, I just went to a Game of Thrones episode, <laughs> and now I feel high. This is weird. Um, yeah. Anyways. So, okay. Background on Nina. She runs at 6 a.m. three days a week for 30 minutes. She does burn zone immediately after. So 10 minutes of low intensity range of motion, followed by 30 minutes high intensity interval training. What? I want to read what's in the parentheses, Nina. I know that you're good at paying attention to detail, but I'm wondering what device is lying to you. Five to 10 minutes at your heart rate max. You guys. You would be dead. There's no way that you can be, that you can like roll for five to 10 minutes at your heart rate max. I tried one time to get my heart rate as high as it could. I think I was trying to get it to like 200. Maybe three seconds, like... No, because that's it. That's, that's an energy system that can only last between what two and three seconds. Two and three seconds. That's yeah. it. Anyways. So yeah, I'm just curious what device are you using to track that? Because Wait, it's, and it's lying to you. And it says 10 minutes of low intensity rain ROM, range of motion, or is ROM for something different? Is Nina here? Rate of maybe it's rate of Maximization. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I have uh, approximately 
25 pounds to lose or transform. I am 39 with some joint instability that is steadily improving with strength training and good shoes. My knees sound like I have crinkle plastic in them, but they don't hurt. Okay, so a couple of things. A couple, Rice Krispies. A couple of things I want to touch up on before we talk about your supplement regimen is that for one with regards to joints that are cracking, if there's no pain involved in it, then that's fine. However, you know, I'm glad that you are taking the joint four because, you know, you're putting in some good joint fuel in your joints, which I mean, the cracking, like if you hear it and it's quacking, then it's a duck, right? So you, you better lube it up. Yeah, <laughs> you, be, you better give that duck some food. And I would say if you're not taking the omegas, get on those too. Yeah, for sure. Omegas and joint four. But um. So you brought up you brought up the the concept of weight loss, but I'm also seeing like things about you talking about heart rate max, which um, whatever device you're using to track your heart rate, know that it is legit impossible to keep your heart rate at a max capacity for five to ten minutes. It's just like from a scientific standpoint, it's absolutely impossible. Um, so I want to call out your device because it's misleading you. However, you guys... It's called high intensity interval training because it's intervals of high intensity. So there is something that I, there is something that I want to talk about, right? Like in this, in this wellness spectrum, there's three umbrellas. And when you do things right, you're going to notice that... Can we draw a graph? Or, or buckets, buckets. Three buckets. I'm draw three buckets. So look, when you're doing things right, you're going to notice that, you know, like your, your benefit, like all your buckets are being filled. However, as you keep on progressing, there is something that we need to distinguish. So the three buckets are weight loss or body composition, basically longevity and performance. And, you know, what I want to distinguish with you is, are you currently, because this question started as if it was more of a performance question, but then you're inserting in the weight loss. So I'm like, okay, well, which bucket do you want to focus on? The reality is, is that when well, you- what are the buckets? Body composition. You like my buckets? Yeah. Body composition, performance, and longevity. So, you know, like when you get on the right path, like all of the buckets are being filled. But as you start progressing, it's like you can't do all things at once. So at first, I thought that the question was more geared from a performance standpoint. But then you're bringing up the, you know, have a prop approximately like 25 pounds to lose. So, I mean, it's not like you're like nearing the end, um, you know, like you, you have a couple months, you know, like of, of consistency to continue, um, to drop more weight. Right. So, you know, like with regards to where you're at, I'm just curious, like what, what is your primary focus right now? Is it performance or is it body comp? And the reason why I'm asking that is you're like bringing up fuel five, like fuel five is a great supplement for performance. But if you like, but if you're currently focusing on body comp, then I'm like, you don't need the fuel five. Like fuel five shouldn't be a part of it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Why? Because fuel five is a carbohydrate supplement. 
And it's not that it's a bad sub. It's not that carbs are bad. It's that like, if, if you're, intention is to lose 25 pounds still we wouldn't put you in a drink your carbs kind of bucket well and you know like we have to talk about the carbs that go into fuel five and those are great carbs it's like five different carbs right some of which are, are faster release some of which are slower release so you know like if you are talking about performance like purely like look my goal is to just like you know like improve my run time then you will want the fuel five because you're getting instant energy, which again, carbs is energy, right? You guys, um, um, especially like carbs are a faster release energy. So you're getting like real fast release energy, like a slower drip of, of energy and then an even slower drip of energy. Right. But you Do know, you like my picture, what that does, what that does is, you know, that drip of energy is it raises your insulin levels, you know, so from a hormonal standpoint, like you could be confusing your body. So, you know, I'm just curious right now, like what bucket are you more focused on filling right now? You know, the reality is, is that your consistency will help to improve your runtime. Your consistency will help to improve your body composition. But if you're looking to get faster results, like what are you more focused on? Body comp or performance? That's what I would like to know because that will actually like, you know, um, help me to understand, okay, well, which supplements should you be taking right now? Like I will tell uh, you guys, I will tell you this, like Aaron and I are extreme high performers, but when it comes to our workouts, we track our performance from a mental standpoint. Like, did I do my best today? But I care about how my body composition looks more than, am I going to do this workout three seconds faster? Okay. And, and that's why I don't drink fuel five, but you know, for, for example, and that's why a lot of the X endurance athletes take the fuel five is because for that, like their Olympic athletes, like their performance is, is like their physical performance like how they do in a, in a lifting meet and a race and a competition will dictate like their future. For me, how my body looks is more important than, okay, am I going to do this workout three seconds faster? But you know, that's just my personal opinion. So for you, if you're like, no, I just want to improve my runtime. Okay. Then like, are you okay with the fact that like, maybe I'll take you another month or two to hit your, your weight goal? For like, yeah, that's totally fine. Okay, then drive for that fuel five because it'll definitely like, you know, help to give you that boost of energy in your run. But if you're like, no, like I, I want to get to my weight loss faster because I'm consistent and then we can drive up performance, then I would say like, you know what? Like maybe we don't take the fuel five right now. This is me just being like fully transparent with you guys. Well, when you focus on the holistic approach anyways, everything ends up happening. Like your performance does improve while you're losing weight. So what I would focus on is what the main target is. And if you're mentioning that you want to lose 25 pounds, then like Sarit saying, I wouldn't focus on the fuel five right now. Um, Daniela said, I love my whiteboard. Yes. It's a new thing. Um, and Kelly got the deep sleep. <laughs> So good. Somebody asked the question though. And where is it? Uh, Dana, Dana said, is it, Dana said, is it impossible in your opinion 
to accomplish awesome fitness on good foods alone. If it's so, impossible. Hold on, hold on. Define awesome fitness. Uh -huh. Because somebody can do well in their life without taking supplementation. If their food is good and if, hold on, talking. I'm really good at interrupting. So I'm really good at knowing when she's going to interrupt me and telling her not to do what I would do. <laughs> Callie, raise your hand. I'm going to call on you in a second. Um, somebody can do well in life if they're not taking any kind of like supplementation, if they're, you know, eating their veggies and, you know, a variety of color of whole foods and they're focusing on their sleep and their, you know, their stress level is low and, and all this stuff. But because there's so much stimulus in the world that we live in and society that we live in, and because the soil is, um, different than it used to be a long time ago, because not everything is that you eat is grown locally, very rarely probably is what you eat grown locally, unless you really pay attention to that. And so the amount of time of food spends on a truck and then in the store before it gets to you, who handles it? How is it handled? You know, like all these determining factors can also decrease the quality of even a good whole food that you're eating. So with all those things considered, we use supplementation. Supplementation is used to supplement so we always will preach good nutritional behaviors, good uh, mental behaviors, good movement behaviors and all of that first, because no supplement, no pill, no anything is just going to like allow you to snap your fingers and climb up Jack's magic beanstalk and like have everything that you want. So Nina was asking specifically about X endurance supplementation in this, which is why we're talking heavily in that angle. Um, but, you know, I would say get the weight management pack and then add joint four and omega four Nina. Yeah. Get the yes. weight, get the weight yes. management pack and add joint four and omegas. And, and, um, feel free to also get creatine a la carte Nina. Yeah. Creatine is going to help with, um, okay. creatine does encourage fat loss and helps with, um, muscle growth or sustained muscle while losing fat. Um, but, Creatine has a bad rap because people are like, isn't it going to make me bulky? Isn't it going to make me bloated? Isn't blah, blah, blah. Bad creatines will make you bloated and not feel good. Uh, Brittany Burns has a great testimonial on this. Her husband's like, isn't it going to make you bloated? And she's like, I actually felt great. I'm like, yeah, it promotes fat loss. Like a good pure creatine manufactured well should promote fat loss, will promote fat loss. So anyways, that's what I would say. I, so I want to add more to um, Dana's question. And Dana, thank you for asking that, you know, and then she emphasized even more to look like y'all. Are you from like Texas or one of those down under states? But um, the answer is you don't need to take supplements if you want to, you know, look like us. I will tell you this, that it wasn't until. Wait, like, is it true? Because you take supplements. So would just, you look like you? Sorry, I'm interrupting. Like when we met, I would say that I had a badass body. Like I still looked really, really good. I probably added a little bit more muscle since then. But you don't need to have a strong emphasis on supplements in order to reach your body goals. And this is why we do what we do, you guys. Because you can take the best supplements on earth all day long. And this will tell you that X Endurance do have the best supplements on earth. 
But if you are not honing in on your habits like a hawk, then you're not keeping the main thing, the main thing. Supplements are called supplements. They're not the primary focus. Why are you yelling? But when you are so invested in your habits and how you're taking care of yourself, knowing what we know now, and I'm telling you guys that from my own experience, because I used to be like, oh, I eat clean. Oh, like my performance is good. Like, why, like, why do I need that? And I honestly, like the products spoke for themselves because you don't know what you don't know. And then like my performance improved even more, you know? So, you know, what I would say is that your primary focus should always be on your habits because that is the main thing. That is the foundation. However, if you are invested in your health, longevity, your body composition goals, and your performance, and you're in it for the long haul, I will tell you that you are disservicing yourself if you're not, you know, trying these products, because they will boost all of that. Now, something that I would recommend for anybody in this world, and that doesn't matter if you're trying to lose weight or anything, if you want to live a longer, more fulfilling life, something that everybody needs to get on is the daily is the daily foundation to just like feel good overall. Well, I mean, if you're not taking care of yourself and you've got a shit ton of weight to lose, I, you won't feel good from it, but you know, will you slow down all the shit that's happening? Absolutely. Yes. So, you know, uh, Dana, what I would recommend for you, like if your nutrition is good and you're like, you know what, like, I don't really care to, you know, like do like these protein things and creatine and whatnot, totally fine. I respect that. However, um, what I would recommend is definitely the daily foundation simply because what we are doing, you guys, is we are lowering our body's total systemic inflammation as well as reducing oxidative stress in our cells. And if anybody wants to live a longer life and have better control of their health, then that should be your primary focus. That was the cutest thing ever. All right. So, okay, let's answer this question. So let's answer the how many minutes before workout, why? Here's what I would say is take the focus and the hydro rather than the fuel five because you're going to get the lactate, which is an energy source from both of those. And then you're also going to get the 130 milligrams of caffeine or whatever from the focus and then the hydration from the hydro. So that's going to be a really good pre-workout combination for somebody whose major focus is fat loss. So that's what I would do there. And then I, I just start drinking it. So yeah, here's like what my routine will be and what, what is. Um, so when you wake up in the morning, do the Immune boost, essential, omega-3s joint. Make yourself the focus and hydro cocktail that you can drink pre and intra. That's totally fine. However, if you're about to, you know, like go for a 5K PR, you probably don't want to sip anything in between. You just want to go balls to the wall. Um, and then so drink it like 10 minutes beforehand. Yeah. And then, um, you know, like I'm always... If you don't have time for like a meal afterwards, then you can do the lean. However, like I will just do the meat, the lean as a snack afterwards. And then um, just creatine at night. 
And that's especially if you drink caffeine. If you don't drink caffeine, then you know you can you can even add that creatine to your that you're having the oh, focus yeah, thing. Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, so so creatine later in the day. And the reason and then and then at night you want to do another um, joint lean plus essential omega immune. And the reason why the creatine not near caffeine is not because it's going to like explode in your body like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory when the guy's like, ready, get that, pour. And they start pouring and it goes, there's nothing like dangerous happens. It's just that caffeine and creatine can offset the effects of one another. Yeah. And so you just want to be a little bit strategic about that. Um, so we take our creatine at night because it's nowhere near when we're having caffeine. I would say at least at minimum, you know, one hour separation, if not two or three. Um, so that's just. Yep. Hey, Nina's here. Okay. We just finished answering your question. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hold on. Next question from Patricia. Chiampas. And Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philly. Although my weight is going down, my muscle mass is slowly going down as well. I feel like I'm getting enough protein four times a day, and I do body weight exercises as well as dumbbells when I'm working out. I don't do a whole lot of cardio. How can I ensure my muscle mass is not decreasing with my overall weight? I would like to start increasing. She wants to put on the pump. Okay. Wait, initially, hold on. Like first thought. First thought. When somebody is, my weight is going down, my muscle mass is slowly going down as well. Well, first I want to know actually, how is this being measured? Yeah. But if that's true and accurate, what's your first thought? There's only one reason this happens. Unless well, it's some kind I want, of illness. I want to I take a deeper dive with your nutrition. You're obviously depleting your body. Like you're not getting enough protein. You're not eating just carbs. not enough food in general, mm -mm. probably not eating carbs or enough carbs. Look, carbs are stored in the muscle and the liver. Carbs are only stored as fat. I'm saying this because a lot of people have a fear of carbs and they think that if I stop eating carbs, I'm going to lose weight. If you stop eating carbs, what happens is you start craving carbs or, and there's a reason why that happens because you need them. Your body's telling you, I need something you're not giving me. And so um, with carbs, I want to say like the carb, the carb fear. Who has carb fear? I just want to see in the comments. Like, Can you comment? Yes, this is Who me. has, fear is, or has ever been afraid of carbs? Can you touch on this plus phase two nutrition? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, I mean, if your weight is going, if your muscle mass, if this is true, I don't know how it's being measured, but if your muscle mass is going down while your weight is going down, then I wouldn't consider phase two nutrition because you need a certain amount of carbs. Carbs are only stored as fat when you have an excess amount that your body isn't able to store or use. And it's not just excess. It's also like, what kind of carbs are you eating? Mm -hmm. It's got to be excess and lower quality of carbs. You guys, you'll never hear that somebody gained five or 10 pounds from like overeating blueberries. Well, a lot of people are or because, used to be. Afraid. Because... Because blueberries have such a high water content. Yes, it's a carb, but 
Like not all carbs are created equal. Look at this. Jesse Grant. Once upon gonna a time. I'm going to talk to you later about this today. Okay. So I'm going to get rid of this. Okay. Oh, okay. No carb fear here. Great. I would love to then know how, like, how much are you eating? Like you mentioned protein, but we're also going to need to know, okay, what, like what's the rest of the consumption? Because if we are not eating enough carbs to be stored in the muscle, is it muscle first or liver first? Both. And I would say it really depends on the person's lifestyle. So if you don't, if you, like, if you don't have enough carbs to fill the muscle, then you're going to start losing it because it eats it. It eats it all. And something that is something else that I would like to know is what is your previous background like before you started doing this? What do you mean? How like, was your nutrition? Like, like with what? regards to your lifestyle, how, how has your nutrition been? Because if you've been inconsistent, then like your metabolism might be like way off. Just saying. There is a lot that goes into it. Um, but really, the, the first question is, what are you what, using to measure that? And have you like used the same device for a, a consistent period of time? Like, you know, it's, it's the trend over time that I care about the most really in order to start making predictions um, because every device is going to say something different. And the reality is that there, there's always going to be variables. There's always going to be variables like no tracking device is perfect. The closest thing to a, a, a perfect tracking device is a DEXA scan or like hydrostatic, hydrostatic. you know. Um, and some other variables, like depending on the device that we have to consider is, you know, some devices will tell you that your muscle mass is, um, you know, you're, you're losing some muscle mass because here's the thing, the, the composition of the muscle is different than that of the fat. And one of the things that the body does in order to define it is based on the water levels of your body. Your hydration. Yeah, because like a fat cell is a dry cell. A muscle cell has a way greater water content in it. So I want to know like, okay, well, what has your hydration intake been like? Um, you know, like if you're still getting your period, is that that time of the month? Because these variables matter, you guys. And that's why with each and every one of you guys, if you've um, worked with me personally, I always say like, let's say, if, you know, like during one piece of measurements, things are like off or whatnot. Like we don't get emotional over like a piece of data. Like that's really what this is all about. It's just data. And in order for us to make a, you know, um, sound form of analysis, we, we need to like study trends over time because that's really what's going to tell you the most with regards to what's happening. So, you know, um, Patricia, I would just love to know because what you want to do is control the controllable, right? And what these things are telling you may not necessarily be the controllable. However, the controllable is how are you living your life? Okay. Um, I, I will tell you this, that if you're doing the burn zone, like your, your muscles are going to like, you're going to boost mu muscle mass. Um, you know, so like what training program are you doing? Um, you know, 
if you know that there is something like genetic with you where you have a greater likelihood of dropping muscle mass, then you definitely want to make sure that you're getting on the creatine. What's your hydration level been like? What has the consistency of your nutrition been like? Um, you know, like we want to take all these things into account. Also, what has your sleep been like? I also want to know how and much, how actually. much fat are you still looking to lose? There's a big difference if you're 200 pounds trying to get to 145, or if you're 145 trying to get to 140 or 135, and right? How like much there's a big, if you like, you should not be losing muscle at all. The more fat you have to lose, the less likely it is you're going to lose muscle. The leaner you get, the easier it is. People start like skipping out on foods and stuff, thinking that it's going to help them to lose weight faster, but you end up losing some muscle mass. So, I mean, there's also that consideration. Bex Crystal is a coach on our team. Chat with her. She'll be able to help you figure it out. That can be really frustrating. Uh, Bex is trying to lose weight and had somebody count her macros and uh, a nutritionist and gained five pounds uh, working out, lifting six days a week. Very stressful job. How do I lose weight with all of that? Yeah. Chat with Crystal. Um, she'll get in touch with you and mm -hmm. help you figure that out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Patricia, um, I think you're coaching with Crystal too. So lean into her because she's she's got the answer. All right. One more? Yes. Okay, Jennifer. How do you pronounce that? Naus? Naus? Naus. Knaus. From Chicago. K-N-O-U-S. I'm going to say Jennifer Naus. I've done burns on one and two and currently on three. Congratulations. But with all the jump rope, it's having me hate doing burn zone. Oh, no. And I found myself stop working out. So for one, I, I thank you for being courageous and talking about it and working out with burn zone because of this. Currently, just forcing myself to just do it, but I'm not enjoying it like I did with burn zone one and two. I think it's because I fully suck. I jumping and the deeper reasons because I can feel the fat move up and down as I jump and it puts a strain on my back. I don't feel like I get an amazing workout since doing burn zone three. Do I keep pushing through and shut the bitch voice up and not enjoy the process or go back to burn zone one or two? This, this is, is a great question. really great question. And it's, it's a great question, and I love that you gave the insight because I would ask, like, why don't you like jump roping? But here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, she really opened up. This is good. When you – who really, truly is excited and just can't wait to do something they're not good at? If the answer is yes for you, it's probably because you've been intentionally doing things that you're not good at for long enough to where it's not as painful for you. And you're like, I kind of do look forward to it because I understand the opportunity. But for most people, we do not like doing shit we're not good at. Mm -hmm. Because we don't feel good at it. It's not, it's like, if we, we like... You know, so I get it. And now all of this, I would say, shut your bitch voice up, except for the strain that is putting on your back. Yes. Because that then goes into a different circumstance. That's no longer just mental. Obviously, you know, continuing to get lighter 
get your body lighter and have less fat is going to not put as much of an impact on, you know, the jumping, but the strain on the low back is something that definitely would need to be addressed. So I wouldn't push through that. Right. Um, because something that we always talk about is that if something doesn't serve you, let it go. Now, when it comes to doing things that you suck at, I would say, wow, that's an amazing area of opportunity. You need to lean into it and just do it. But if there, if something is causing a strain, um, now my, my question is, is it all the jump roping movements or is it like the more intense ones? Because if it's all of them, then burn zone three right now is not serving you. And I would say move forward to burn zone four. Don't move back. Okay. From a mental and physiological standpoint. And if you're looking to get burn zone four, it is improveviewsolutions.com forward slash B zone four. If one of our team members can drop the link, that'll be amazing. Um, but you know, if it is just some movements, I would say it will help you to get better in more than just one way by helping you to embrace the suck. And that's something that's like imperative for your long-term success. I don't like that when we go live in the Facebook group, it doesn't show us who's commenting. It just says Facebook user. But a Facebook user said, it's not that you're not good at it. It gets boring and you get worried about getting injured due to overtraining. The jump rope movements in that workout and that series are hard. I sucked at some of them. And like, I'm not fitness God, but I think that we can agree that I am at a high caliber of fitness and coordination when it comes to jump rope. And I sucked. It's hard. Like some of the movements and you so, guys saw me <laughs> suck shit. Like, I think that, yeah, but you notice, like, you see how there's improvement. So like all of that is totally fine. Um, I don't think boring would be a good word to describe the jump rope segments in, in burn zone. Well, but like, I, I, I think boring is relative, but, but if you don't like what, what you're doing, then yeah, you would define it boring. However, this is something that I think we even talk about in the burn zone, that when you get started with something, fun is what's going to hook you in. But do you think that when Aaron and I work out every day, we're like, oh my gosh, we're in it for the fun. Oh my God, there's sweat in my eye. Everything hurts. Oh my God, how can I, I can't breathe. This is so much fun. When you're not disciplined with your workouts, the workouts need to be fun because that's what's going to like hook you into it. But when you get disciplined with your workouts, like you're not doing it for the fun part. You're doing it for the I'm getting better for life part. That's Any, the fun. Anybody part. who's anybody who's in the underground training club, like you guys know, there's so many workouts that are just like grueling. Like there's nothing fun about it. But the fun part is knowing afterwards, you're like, man, I got better, yeah. you know, and the fun th parts, the this result. is what the progress of self betterment is all about. Like at the beginning, it's very like, you know, we're just like every day, it's just like rainbows and unicorns and everything is amazing, especially at the beginning. And it's like the mountain gets steeper and the air gets thinner, the more advanced you become. So, you know, like my question for you is that like, are you just still having the same expectation that that's how every workout is going to be? 
because that's not the case, especially if you're on a quest to better yourself. If you're on a quest to just have fun, I mean, I respect that. But I will tell you that, you know, the intention of our training programs is not just to have fun as they progress. It's to help you to get better and to prepare you for life. Because not every day in life is fun, but every day you have to show up. So if I was like, okay, I'm only going to show up on the days when things are fun and when things are exciting, then I'm leaving so much room for like, you know, me reaching my potential. So really the, the only thing to consider here is like the strain in your back. And is it all the movements or like the really intense movements? Because if it's the high impact movements, then you know, like scale it back to other movements. And if you'd like a coach to guide you, then please go ahead and email admin at aaronandsarit.com and we'll we'll be happy to set you up with something like that. But, you know, if it's just a matter of, oh, it's not as fun, I'm not feeling like it, then dude, this is what getting better is all about. Kind of love the difficulty now to be able to say what I can do now and the UTC makes me feel like such a bad, dude, you totally are. The UTC um, is the place to be. The UTC is the place to be. The UTC is the place to be. Um, That's it. So, so this is, this question is actually from Liz O'Shea and I was talking to her. I want to answer that. Okay. Um, Liz O'Shea. And by the way, I saw some of you guys ask questions. You guys like, we would love to answer your questions that just make sure you put it in the poll because like we, we want to answer all of your questions, but because like we have like an hour to do this, thank you, Danny, for dropping it. Perfect. All right. So Liz O'Shea from Farmingdale, New York. I recently had surgery to fix my herniated disc in my lower back after I've slowly rehabilitated back to weightlifting. Should I consider using a weightlifting belt? what movements need it. And lastly, what should I be looking for in a good belt? This is awesome. So really happy. Yeah, go ahead. I have experienced mm -hmm. exactly this. You take it. And so I think that from my experience, I totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, was October 31st, Halloween of 2018. Yep. We lived at Rising Glen 2018. Yep, it's true. October 2018, Halloween. Um, I was a uh, patient. Okay, so I had back surgery, and then it took me a while to get back into working out. And even now today, I'll still wake up occasionally. Like, it, actually, it's gotten a lot better since really being so consistent with all of the extra, like, and the new X Endurance products. But, like, um, I will use a weight belt for um, heavy deadlifts, but at the same time, you have to just know your limit. Like you have to know how far to push, but still be smart about it. Mm -hmm. um, I will know there's sometimes I'll overdo it. So you can kind of like, you don't want to overdo it so much that you learn the hard way. Um, it's good to push the limit because if you don't, if you don't push it a little bit, you won't get better. But depending on where you're at and what your body feels like, pushing it might not be very much. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, you'll know the next day 
when you wake up, the most important thing is that you're focusing on how your form, like how, how you're executing the movements, that your core is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger on purpose, intentionally doing, uh, doing accessory movements for your core with good form. So that anytime you're doing these movements, deadlifts, squats, deadlifts and squats, I would say are the two main ones. Uh, also like any of the Olympic lifts. Olympic lifts or like very ballistic, like um, aggressive kind of movements, like a kettlebell swing, which is still a deadlift motion. Um, but yeah, know, depending on the weight. So things like that, I will use a belt if I get to a point where I feel like I need the stimulus, the external cue for me to push out on my core more. But I don't use a belt just to keep my back safe. I use a belt to like cue me to use my core more. And that is what will keep my back safe. So a belt should not be a crutch. It should be a tool so that you have some external thing to, to push out on with your core, like with ah, bracing that. So for a, a amount of weight, at what point should I use it? It's going to be different for everyone. I would say if you can't lift your own body weight without a belt, then there's some rehabilitation stuff. Like if you can't deadlift your own body weight without feeling like you have to use a belt, then there's some other accessory work that needs to be done before you even do heavy deadlifts or squats. Mm -hmm. Squats, I would say like three quarters your body weight. Yeah. Um, and then with regards to what weight belts to use. Th so there is different kinds of belts out there. Like you have the really thick leather belts which i personally do not like because i believe that they're so stiff that you can't when it comes to using a weight belt you want to strap it in literally so close and tight on your body where basically it's like you almost feel like everything is bursting out because the whole purpose mm -hmm. of this is to give you a tactile cue so that you are like your breath is so much more engaged so that there is more compression in the explosion part of the movement. And that's really what protects your spine. The fact that your core is being so braced. If this is your spine, your core is everything that goes around it. 360 degrees. Yeah. So what we want is this, this boom pressure that locks your spine in place. And that's core strength. Yeah. So people think core, they're like, oh, six pack. No, it's also your back. It's your deep internal the muscles all the way 360 around closest to the spine that is your deepest core and then out yeah core and abs are totally different abs is for aesthetics core is for like badass shit um so you know we we both have the the, the fabricated lifting belts um simply because we can we can strap them tighter i feel like you know, for dudes, the leather ones work better, but it really is a matter of personal preference. Our recommendation when picking a belt is make sure that you pick a belt that you can just close so tightly on you. Okay. And normally the ones with the scotch are the ones the that scotch? have like the Velcro Velcro. Yeah. With the, with the Velcro, like you can get a tighter grip on versus with the belt. It's like, okay, what, what, what if it's one in, you know, like bigger than I want it to be just the thought. The reason that Olympic weightlifters use the one with the actual belt, like the prong that goes in the hole 
and then you tuck it into the loop like an actual belt is because they don't want the Velcro at some point during that heavy of a lift. Like we're talking about like, like heavy ass weights going above your head in one second, landing in a full squat and then trying to stand up with it. So like something like that, they don't want like, oh no, the Velcro didn't hold. And now I'm, now I don't have this support in a trying to lift this massive weight over my head or onto my shoulders and then get it over my head. Like, so I think that that's really why they use those is because it's, that's not going to come undone. There's no way, no chance, Mm -hmm. but for any other purpose like this, I also prefer Velcro. Um, it's also usually like a little bit softer plot, more pliable kind of material. Yeah. Yeah. So So we hope that helps you guys. We hope that you found value from today's conversation. Thank you so much for, you know, acting courageously in the pursuit of, you know, bettering yourself and and reaching for more. If you have more questions, go ahead and follow the link that Danny just dropped. And we will make sure to answer all of your questions next week. You guys, if you found value from today's conversation and you're like, man, it would be awesome if so-and-so heard this, blah, blah, blah. Do us a favor and please share this. Do them them a favor. Do them a favor. Do yourself a favor. Also do us a favor and share it, you guys, because for us, and this is really all about the impact. This is why we show up each and every day, because what we truly care about is, you know, to make a positive impact on you guys. And we know that if you are making a positive impact on yourself, then you're going to make a positive impact on others. And this is how we're going to achieve this mission of transforming the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. You guys, thank you for joining us today. Tomorrow, Wealth Wednesday's conversation. Join us then, noon Eastern. Oh, it's going to be a good one. I'm taking you to church. And we will see you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.